You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. On Medical Files uh, this evening, we welcome uh, one of your favorites. Uh, he is, uh, mashallah, a herbalist, and he's an alternative uh, medicine uh, practitioner. He's a radio broadcaster. He's an archer. He's a lecturer. I mean, you name it, you, our Yusuf Mali does it all. But alhamdulillah, uh, this evening, uh, we have him out. Uh, as uh, you know, someone that consults uh, with us for your listening pleasure and also giving you the shifa and the cure that you so dearly want. Yusuf uh, Mali and the listeners, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, it's beautiful here in Cape Town. It's raining, it's wet, it's cold, but it's beautiful. MashaAllah, it is Cape Town and we're enjoying every last drop. Alhamdulillah, we say shukr for Allah for the, all the beauties and bounties Allah bless us with each and every day. I hope you can say the same on your side. How's the weather your side, Uncle Shafan? I tell you, yeah, in the Indian Ocean, hey, there's a motion. And I truly, I enjoy my Indian Ocean. I look up into the skies uh, during the day and I see the fish eagle. Then I smell the uh, lovely breeze coming through. And uh, then if I get time, I'm about uh, 30 seconds away from the shorelines. So I take a long walk, an hour walk from one end right to the other end. They call it uh, the river mouth, right to Runian Rocks. And I look at the whole thing and I come back. And uh, mashallah, then you get up. You break into a sweat, and, uh, but by that time you feel so reinvigorated. So then I say, do I need a holistic medicine uh, practitioner? Do I need a GP? Or do I need an, uh, you know, a Yusuf Mali, who's a herbalist? And then I say, alhamdulillah, I'll just, you know what? When I need them, I'll ask them. But yeah, I'm going to ask you quite a few questions. But before you came on air and, uh, you know, you were doing a consult with uh, some parents and uh, some of the youngsters, we can't mention the name, but, uh, you know, they needed some advice on uh, the youngsters that, that are succumbing to drug addiction. How common is this type of, uh, you know, uh, addiction in the house of the Ummah, uh, Yusuf? Subhanallah, you'll be amazed. Um, I was consulting with the parents and the parents is telling me that um, uh, they can't believe that the, the child is doing this. He's such a sweet child. Uh, he does everything he needs to, to do. Um, he, uh, he performs his uh, uh, prayers. He's, uh, he does everything what he must do. So subhanallah, uh, they can't understand why is he in this situation. But then they also break it down for me further and told me that yeah, that um, he was married and uh, because uh, uh, the marriage that he had with this woman was actually wasn't endorsed by the family and they didn't so they never liked the girl and not knowing that the girl influenced him to the point that she even gave him HIV so subhanallah so uh, so you're looking at the situation it becomes even more intense uh, um, uh, and when you ask the question how common is it well uh, you would you'll be surprised how many islands children are doing drugs you'll be uh, uh, surprised how many um, Molana's children are gambling and and drinking and uh, doing uh, all the things that are wrong so subhanallah you never know the person until you consult and then you 
find out, okay, the, every home has its cross. Uh, we'll see in Afrikaans, so looking at that, um, it is sad because how do we handle this? Um, it is uh, uh, crippling our uh, next generation of thinkers, next generation of doers, next, next generation of visionaries because they, they're taking away that, uh, how can I say, that love for, uh, for being part of Bomma. And uh, now you have an individual that's looking for an escape and uh, using drugs as an escape. Uh, like I explained to the parents, and uh, they, they, they un- now they understand it better because I told them that uh, you must understand it's not to say that he, uh, he's a child that uh, doesn't love you or he doesn't love anything, but uh, he, he's trying to handle his situation and uh, using uh, drugs as an escape. And uh, it made, uh, 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 how can I say, the anxiety, the depression, all the things manageable for him. So uh, looking at all these negatives, uh, now let's look at the positives. And uh, trying to uh, work with drugs is a difficult situation because it's mindset. And I told the parents straight that uh, no amount of treatment will fix a person who have a a mindset that doesn't want to be fixed. Meaning that um, if you're going to be influenced every time you see somebody else smoking, that you want to smoke or your alcohol and you want to drink or you do drugs because you see somebody else doing drugs. So no amount of treatment will help because it's a mindset. You need to be first, be firm. And you need to be steadfast and saying, look here, I'm going to be disciplined in what I'm going to do. And then from that discipline, that's where I can help because my treatment is about cleaning the system. My treatment is about cleaning, taking all the toxicity out of the body. And that is important because when you get rid of all the toxicity out of the body and all the dirt, automatically the body starts healing. And the body can't heal with all that negativity. So you need to get that negativity away. And now the parents understand the treatment better. And, and I explained to them, this is not my first rodeo. And I've been busy with uh, so many um, uh, dr- uh, patients with drug abuse for the past 10 years. And alhamdulillah, the result has been very good. Uh, where people are back to normal. I explained to, uh, explained to them, I had once um, an individual that was skin and bone when I met them and uh, literally they they finally decided they're going to stop. Uh, This was literally, you can say, it's only lost. And Alhamdulillah, when I see them now up and about and back to work and uh, back to normal, and I say Alhamdulillah, uh, did well done, and uh, but we must say shukr for Allah because that person made the right choice for their life. So it's also about mindset, Uncle Shafat. So um, it is sad because uh, any, anyone can be susceptible to it. As I said, from imams to maulanas to various different alims that are, that are sitting with a situation where their child or their loved one has gone the wrong route. So we make dua for each and every one, inshallah. Amin. Jazakallah for, you know, sharing that with us. And alhamdulillah, you know, People say, oh, you blame the friends you keep uh, that uh, haven't influenced you. Uh, you know, uh, perhaps, uh, you know, our parents of uh, today passing the buck on, uh, you know, the, the friends or passing it on a society or passing it on to the school. When the home is where, you know, good manners are learned, uh, Yusuf. 
Most definitely, Uncle Shafat. Uh, the thing is, let me put it to you like this, uh, another side of this, uh, the same coin, where uh, the child gets enough love, but uh, because of um, wanting to be different, wanting to fit in, either wanting to be different or wanting to fit in. So that is uh, that is actually the cause that, uh, or should I say the instigator that causes them to become addicted uh, to either drugs, alcohol, driving, um, uh, uh, speed driving, or should I say drag racing. It's all about influence. So it's either you want to fit into a club or you want to fit in to a set of um, uh, uh, privileged individuals that you feel you need to come by or you need to be by, or you want to be different because uh, I'm tired of the mundanity of everybody doing the same thing. I want to be different. I want to be noticed. So that is the situation many individuals uh, 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 fall into, fall prey to. So how do you actually comfort that? And that is where Islam is important. It's about understanding you are important. You are different. Islam teaches us that. You are unique. You are beautiful. And how do you actually overcome that negativity? Islam teaches us that. So it's, uh, uh, if, if we look at the, the whole concept and understanding of Islam, how the Nabi Islam brought Islam to those who were addicted to idols, those who were addicted to khamar, and made them the purest of uh, uh, Sahaba, subhanAllah, that today we want to be of those, subhanAllah, they're those Ashram Mubashir that was given, granted um, uh, uh, Jannah in the lifetime, subhanAllah. So uh, think of that mindset. How, what does Islam, what can Islam do? And what does Islam do for you? So um, you see, when, uh, um, when we torture our children about Islam, they don't love it. When we give it to them lovingly and wanting them to understand Islam and be Islam, automatically something different. Uh, you see, many a times our children um, do not like our decision for them. They want to make their own decision. So in Islam, that is what, is, uh, what Islam is about. It's guidance. It is not um, uh, the torture of Islam. It is about the submission to Islam. And that's the beauty of it. So once we start realizing what is Islam, and then we teach that to our children, automatically they love Islam. But now you torture them and telling, this is what you need to do. This is what you must do. This is, then they look at you, but um, I don't want to do something like that. Uh, I want to do something different. I want to go this way. I don't want to go that way. And that's where the, it really confuses them and then they end up in the wrong places. So we, we ask Allah to guide them and protect them. And alhamdulillah, we do have parents that love their children so much, but sometimes that love is too much and overwhelming for the child. The child wants to look for an escape. You have also the individual that gets no love and wanting to look for love and looks for love in the wrong place. So it's about that balance. And that is also Islam. Islam teaches us no extreme is good for you. It's moderation. So subhanAllah, when we look at all those things that the Nabi Wasallam teaches about moderation and loving life uh, to, uh, to the fulfillment of Allah and fulfilling uh, the, the submission to Allah, subhanAllah. So therefore, Islam is not a, a religion that's forced upon you. It's a submission where you... Uh, you in yourself, you have given your, um, your, how can I say, your essence and your love to Allah because you love Allah, not because you're forced to love Allah. And that's, a, that's the beauty of Islam, subhanAllah. Uncle Shafan? 
Brilliant, uh, Yusuf. You know, in the House of Islam, uh, we have a role model in uh, that of uh, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. We have a manual, uh, you know, in the Noble Quran uh, that uh, tells us, uh, you know, the do's and don'ts of life. It also asks you to look into the history of, uh, you know, the, the, the mankind and what happened to those that uh, disobeyed a divine decree. And then, uh, you know, our topic uh, this uh, evening, when you talk about uh, dietary laws, and uh, I don't think no other deen has uh, this so specific as Islam does, uh, you know, our dietary laws and the physio- physiological effect that it has on, on our physiology. And uh, yeah, I want you to talk about uh, that, that dimension of our dietary laws, how it affects our physiology and so forth, uh, Yusuf. Subhanallah, Uncle Shafat, when we look at Islam and we look at the life of the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it is the most noble to follow him. It is the most pious to follow him. It is the most wonderful to follow him and we want to emulate him. And literally, uh, when we look at our Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he is the ambassador of goodness, the ambassador of goodwill good character, good behavior, good everything, subhanAllah. You want to be like the Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu but it's difficult because he's unique. He was unique, he, subhanAllah, um, well, because there's no other like him. There is no other Nabi or Anbiya like him. So subhanAllah, he was unique and he was beautiful. So subhanAllah, his character, everything. So looking at how he taught us what, how you must eat, what uh, what fruit you must have, what is good for you, what is not good for you. Uh, therefore, uh, uh, people will uh, concentrate only on the kalunji. Now, when the Nabi Sallallahu said kalunji is a, uh, is a seed that will help uh, with all ailments except death. So subhanAllah, um, now we only look at the kalunji, but the Nabi Sallallahu didn't only speak about the kalunji, he spoke about the date. He didn't only speak about the date, he spoke about the saffron. He didn't only speak about the saffron, he spoke about the pomegranate. He spoke about uh, the, the, the garlic, the ginger. He, told us, uh, he spoke about all the different uh, uh, fruits and vegetables that we consume on a daily basis. And when we look at, uh, are we only going to fixate on just Kalunji seed? No. The Nabi Sallallahu didn't say, I only testify and I hereby testify by Allah that you must only use Kalunji and it is your Shifa. No, he didn't say that. He did say that it will help you uh, with various uh, ailments except death, but he didn't say you must only use that. And that is so unique because the Nabi Sallallahu if he had to make that exta- statement, then it would have been the extreme. Then he would have said nothing else can be used but that. So he didn't. He didn't do that. He, he even told us that, look here, uh, when you, uh, um, uh, when it comes to uh, those who have and those who don't have, well, how you must, re- how how you should be amongst those who don't have. And he associated himself with the have-nots and the, those who don't have, because he wanted to feel what they feel, so that he can understand the situation, so that he can um, sympathize with the situation. But we, unfortunately, we don't think of it like that. We think the month of Ramadan is, sure, it's a month that we must not fast. Oh, it's difficult, I must not fast. I don't want to fast, uh, but okay, because it's the month, I'll, I'll, I'll endure the torture. No, the Nabi Sallallahu did it out of love because he sympathized with those who didn't have a morsel of food that couldn't eat even when he came to um, iftar. 
Qatar. When he came to breaking the fast, he couldn't. He, he didn't think of, uh, he thought of all that, and but we don't think of that. We think, oh, when it comes to iftar, Saddam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to clean the plate. I'm going to clean the table. There's not going to be table left. So subhanAllah, it's a different mindset. So once we start uh, looking at the dietary concerns, we, the Nabi Sallallahu said, eat in moderation. There should be three spaces, a space for air, a space for water, and space for food. And give each one its haq. Nabi Sallallahu said that. So that dietary allowance should be following in that footsteps. And if you look at the Nabi Sallallahu only had a date, and then he didn't have anything else. And when he, even in the month of Ramadan, then, then he tied uh, rocks to his tummy so that he doesn't feel the hunger pains. And that uh, every time he, he felt that weight, then he knows I am doing this for the sake of Allah. And I want oh, uh, that I should not eat more than those who don't have. Subhanallah. Um, if you look at that. Are we doing that? No. We, uh, we, uh, a person will be saying, uh, booking to asylum and saying this person is crazy. He doesn't, he's not eating and he's uh, putting rocks on his tummy and he's tying himself up. Subhanallah. So it, it, uh, maybe people say, but that's different times. No, but we're emulating the Nabi Sallallahu We are following him. So if you're following him and saying, but no, that's only for the time of the Nabi Sallallahu It's not for our time. So Subhanallah. Didn't the Nabi Sallallahu come for all time? He came for Akhrizaman, until Akhrizaman. So if that, if we understand that, and it is so, so subhanAllah, what is it that Nabi Sallallahu message that the Nabi Sallallahu is sharing with us and conveying with us? What should we do? How should we eat? How, how should we sit when we are eating so that we do not get hungry? while we're eating, um, so that we can actually close our tummy and create more opportunity for air to bowl, how we should sit, how we should eat, how, uh, um, uh, the uh, water that we should drink, um, everything, literally uh, everything is there. You, you, a person can't say, but um, I don't know how to do this. Did you uh, go to the fiqh? Did you understand the fiqh of uh, eating? How you should eat? Uh, what you should recite? And it's not just about saying bismillah and just, and, and just gobbling down. No. Uh, and after you finish your the bismillah uh, uh, and you finish your food, the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi also said what we should uh, recite and how we should recite it. So all these things is part of the diet. It's not just to say I gobble. Um, my proteins, my carbs, my uh, my vitamins, these are the things that I have. No, it's more. It's more than that. So even so, when we're looking at the situation, we um, uh, uh, it was also said this hadith that says that if uh, you if you do not eat well, if you do not eat right, shaitan eats with you. So subhanAllah, uh, if we look at that, then, uh, and we see many of the people with very strange situations, and they're saying, no, this person is possessed, this person has a jinn, this person has this, this person has that. So subhanAllah, did you have a jinn sitting with you? Did you do perform something that was wrong? Or did you eat the way you should eat? All these things should be then in your mind. Did I do something wrong? Oh Allah, have warned me from this, what is wrong? Oh Allah, uh, please forgive me. SubhanAllah, we all make mistakes. And that is so wonderful about Islam. Islam's uh, Allah says, you are, you are a sinner and you will sin, and but you need to repent for your sin. And when you repent, I will forgive you. 
So subhanallah, what a, what a um, uh, benevolent uh, uh, creator do we have, subhanallah. He is always ready to give us maaf. No matter if we do it 99 times wrong, Allah will still give us maaf. But we must be steadfast in it. It mustn't say, okay, I did it. Okay, then tomorrow I'll do it again. And I'll just ask maaf again. No, subhanallah. Uh, uh, everything has its time and everything has its reason. But there should be a season of forgiveness. And a season of forgiveness, as we know, is the month of Ramadan. And may Allah guide us and protect us to reach that a beautiful month of Ramadan, inshallah. Ameen. Uncle Shafat? Ameen. Uh, you know, and uh, as I said, uh, you know, where we have a manual there, we have that example in eating du'as before meal and so forth. But, you know, we look at the physiological factors of eating and, you know, uh, the physio physiological uh, physiological factors uh, that affects the body, uh, Yusuf, and you know, the body's hunger and the body's appetite. You know, these are all food-related. So, you know, I'm thinking aloud here. We may choose the foods that we eat either because we are hungry, Yusuf, or we have a specific appetite for one particular food. Now, there is a big difference between hunger and appetite. I don't know. How would you define it? Most definitely, Uncle Shavad. And now, uh, appetite is when you have, uh, uh, is, uh, me pretty like Uncle Shavad, you're trying to say cravings. Uh, we are running on cravings. <laughs> now, cravings is when uh, you, when the lust takes over and say, I, I, I want that. Uh, but, does your body need it? No, your body doesn't need it. For example, um, if you look at uh, today in our society, when it comes to having uh, um, family functions, having uh, uh, Eid, uh, the special days, then we must have samosas, pies, consistas, um, all that thing that is a must. But is it necessary? No. Our body cannot process it. Our body wasn't designed to break it down. Our body wasn't uh, molded in a way to refine that processed foods. Those are processed foods. But we have uh, designed our life around making pies and mosses, sisters, and now I want to have that, that, uh, that nibble here, nibble there. No, 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 no. If you look at the, uh, the life of the Nabi Sallallahu there was no nibbles. He didn't nibble on stuff. He had this was my, uh, this is the time to eat. I ate and I ate what was wholesome and what was good. I had my barley. I had my, uh, um, uh, uh, your date. You had the honey. These are all things that was in the diet of the Nabi Sallallahu Now we're looking at our diet. No, we don't touch those things. No, no, we go now for the pies and mussas. We want to go for uh, the, uh, um, uh, all the, negative or takeaway or fast foods because it's quick foods. Uh, uh, it takes too long to make the, the organic foods. So let's go for the quick foods. And now we've become dependent on the quick foods and not realizing that quick food gives us a quick sickness and a quick disease and a quick death. And uh, it's all about uh, what you eat. You are what you eat. And so many times I've told uh, our listeners that when you uh, eat wrong, you can't expect a good and healthy lifestyle. You can't expect a good and healthy life when your lifestyle is wrong. So you need to try make changes where you're eating well. Then you had individuals that came to me, uh, Yusuf, I am eating well. I'm eating everything that is good, but I have the sickness. I have that. So then we look at what is genetically wrong. 
what is to do with what inherited or looking at environmental factors. Look at those things that's influencing and stimulating your condition. So we need to look at the entire thing. Uh, when you look at a problem of an individual, um, it's not to say that we can uh, blanket say everybody's the same. No, we are all unique. Each and every one is beautiful. Each and every one is wonderful. Allah's created us like that. But when you blanket say everyone is the same, no, we're not. And how do we look at those differences as well? It's, it's got to do with consultation. And that's where we sit with one another and saying, look here, this is my situation. This is what I've gone through. This is what I have. This is, uh, this is how I cope. Now, Please advise me, uh, is this the, the right method? Is this the right way? Then we look at uh, what does Islam say? What is, uh, um, what is right? What is wrong? Look at, uh, look at uh, the, the botanical way of uh, interpreting your, your, your condition and how to use the right herbs, the right flowers, the right roots so that we can come to a situation that you achieve the, uh, the success of uh, what's the name comfort that you are looking for because we're all looking for that comfort zone when we're not in that comfort zone we feel lost we feel pain we feel we feel anger we feel all those things because we're not in that comfort zone so that is where you bring that dhikrullah in you bring allah in and allah will uh, will actually send you to the right uh, uh, and uh, uh, point you in the right direction and guide you into the right direction because you're asking Allah to do it. You're not asking TV, you're not asking Yusuf and Ahmad Shafat, you're asking Allah. You're asking Allah, oh Allah, guide me and protect me to be better and become better. May Allah do that, inshallah. I mean, Uncle Shafat? Uh, inshallah, you know, Yusuf, uh, whilst you're talking about that, I was thinking about uh, people say, hey, you're talking about comfort. Hey, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having comfort food. Hey, what's the comfort food? Maybe a curry kitchery uh, with the, you know, with the side uh, potatoes there and there's a fish chutney and then they want to have the a pumpkin with it and then the rata and then hey, they call it comfort food. And then you get a discomfort and you say, wonder, hey, what happened, man? I ate a comfort food, but I had a, a discomfort. But, uh, you know, uh, on a more realistic note, uh, Yusuf, earlier on, we'd, you spoke about people succumbing to uh, conditions, uh, drug addiction and this addiction. But uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, stress and uh, how uh, stressful conditions uh, such as uh, work pressure, uh, personal issues or financial challenges, Yusuf, how they can cause emotional eating, high levels of stress. Uh, you know, uh, it is believed that it uh, causes the body to release uh, so cortisol and so forth. Uh, I want to talk about, you know, sometimes people, uh, you'll notice they're stressed, but then they blame that, you know, they're going out of shape or they're getting overweight or they're getting over healthy. They blame it on their stress. Uh, can stress uh, trigger this type of uh, condition where people get overweight just by eating and eating all the time, uh, Yusuf? Yes, subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, shukran for that question. Um, strangely enough, I just yesterday I was speaking and consulting with a, a sister um, who are suffering from exactly what you are talking about. Um, and she has uh, so many, um, besides having a, what's her name, um, endocrine problem, we, you're talking about a pituitary, um, having a problem with uh, um, how can I say hormonal imbalances um, with in, with fertility and infertility, having problems with uh, so many different things. But it's got to do. It starts off with that anxiety. 
and starts off with that uh, um, uh, uh, feeling that uh, of despair. And I, uh, uh, when I go back to before COVID, there was very little to talk about. But now after COVID, you have so many individuals that are complaining about the same situation. And she agreed. And she said, before COVID, I didn't have a problem. But after COVID, I seem to have so many different issues. I asked her, were you infected? Yes, she was infected. Um, nobody else was infected as bad as she was. And uh, this is the situation. I said, well, you, you must understand, my sister, you're suffering from the long COVID. Now, long COVID um, treatment, uh, or should I say uh, analysis and uh, um, consultation is about first understanding did you have did you have COVID? Yes or no? No, I didn't have COVID. I didn't. I don't remember having COVID, or um, or you just in denial that I never had COVID, and not knowing that you were sick for a week, but uh, you just had the sniffles. You but uh, you were up and about. You you weren't debilitated, but then you have those who were hospitalized, ventilated. Now the worse your condition. The worst, uh, this, uh, the longevity of your side effects of long COVID. For example, um, those people who were ventilated and those people who were hospitalized, the oxygenation levels were very low. So that means there was uh, organ damage. So therefore, you have areas in the uh, in the body, organs that have been damaged. So you have. A severe inflammation in those areas, kidney, liver, heart, uh, lung inflammation, uh, even up to skin inflammation, that becomes an issue. And uh, it's, it started off from uh, the bout with COVID. Then they have the individual, but I didn't have, but I had the vaccine. So then you have those people again who had the injury from vaccine because, as we know, uh, part of the side effects of the uh, of the vaccine is inflammation and uh, from um, uh, pericarditis, myocarditis, gratis. There's a variety of different um, uh, noted and confirmed cases uh, where even the drug makers have confirmed and told us these are things you need to watch out for. So you have. Uh, um, individuals are being affected by that and now two years later three years later they are trying to cope and doctors can't understand what is happening because um, the symptoms uh, is uh, is mimicking something else and so they call that idiopathic diseases diseases they cannot understand they don't know how to diagnose it because it's uh, idiopathic uh, respiratory disease so um, it's uh, idiopathic heart disease uh, um, uh, uh, idiopathic um, hormonal disease so because now the, the, the I can't understand how, where is it starting from, how is it starting, what, what is the cause, but the fundamental, the basics is the, the, the most important thing. When your, your body needs 100% oxygenation, when there isn't 100%, when you have 99%, that means 1% less, there is uh, areas of your body that requires 100% all the time, that's your brain. It's your heart, kidneys, liver, heart. Um, these are all uh, organs, main organs that need 100% oxygenation all the time. So that when you have low oxygenation, what happens? Those organs are affected. So the main organ is your brain. So therefore, you have that anxiety, depression. You have that neurological condition. But it also stems from the tummy. 
So your tummy, which is the emotional center of your body, and uh, that's where you go to uh, Indian medicine and they find out uh, a, a verdict medicine that the core, the chakra is in your tummy. And now when you look at that area, that is the area that is in control of your emotion. That's the area that uh, when you feel that anxiety, you feel that uh, um, uh, fear, it starts with a butterfly effect in the tummy. And that means it coming from there. That's where it centers from. And then it, then because of the hepatic vein that runs from, uh, from the tummy, that uh, that's uh, 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 only recently uh, science has now discovered that uh, there is main uh, hepatic veins that runs from the tummy, from the heart to the brain. So the, the it has an immediate connection. So it's like um, having your supercomputer connected to your server, which is your tummy, and the connection is on a quantum loops uh, uh, system where. It's immediate. You feel it immediately. So that's so unique that Allah has designed us that way. So therefore, when you fear something, your brain tells you, okay, your brain, which is the uh, the purpose of making a decision, left or right. Now, because of the fear that comes from the tummy, your brain is now told, uh, given the instruction, there's something wrong. Now you must make a decision, left or right. Then I go right because I know if I go left, this, there's dogs, there's this, there's that, there's evil on that side, there's danger on that side. So immediately, because of the triggering mechanism, and that's so beautiful that Allah has designed us. Now, when you, um, uh, how can I say, with COVID, it actually set, reset our entire system. Our whole body was reset to the point where we have become sick to um, diseases that we were immune to when we were younger because we took uh, the vaccine or we took, uh, um, what's the name, uh, the necessary shots. But now, suddenly, you have people with measles, you have people with uh, mumps, people with uh, um, uh, childhood uh, um, diseases and disorders that's coming about because a whole system has been reset. So what was uh, what we were protected from before, now it's taken away. And now we have to relearn, our immune system has to relearn how to fight those um, uh, um, threats and, uh, uh, and build up uh, uh, neutralizing antibodies in order to protect us from the threats. So the body has to relearn again. And that's for the immune system. Because our immune system, when we had that phyto, uh, the cytokine storm that our body was in, uh, uh, our body didn't know what it must do. Our immune system was confused. Our immune system uh, uh, was trying to protect, but uh, the more protection it was doing, it was actually uh, doing more harm because the virus was a silent killer. So subhanAllah, looking at those negativities and how our body must learn and relearn all those things all over again, that's where we talk about the long COVID. Now, you, as you're saying about the anxiety, about the depression, that wasn't there before. But today, you have individuals that have this anxiety, have the depression that they uh, um, that wasn't there. But now, because of the pandemic, because being locked up, being isolated, being told they can't do this, now they also develop the neurological conditions. And that's where you have people with schizophrenia, people with uh, um, uh, bipolar, 
regular uh, people with uh, uh, um, even starting having Parkinson's that never had any symptoms or any signs of it. So subhanAllah, these are all uh, 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 patients that I have seen over the uh, the past few years now since since COVID, and that's why I can relate to them because um, the the uh, it is it is real, it is there, and uh, with with science at the moment still. Uh, uh, struggling to come to terms that there is uh, this uh, influence, negative influence, that we cannot diagnose. Uh, we cannot um, confirm with a person, like, for example, if a person have a blood inflammation that uh, uh, triggers all the other inflammation in the body. We call that vasculitis. They call it a blood inflammation. Now, when your blood is... Um, when you have blood inflammation, uh, it triggers kidneys, liver, heart, brain. Then you develop meningitis, nephrotitis, uh, up to even uh, males with prostitutes. So it, it, it causes all over throughout the whole body. So the doctors cannot explain what is happening, but not going down to basics and looking at what is wrong with the blood. The blood is, the, the blood is toxic. What is causing it? There has been um, uh, uh, inflammation in the bone marrow. There has been inflammation in the liver. There has been inflammation in the, 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 the pancreas, in the core. So those organs were damaged. Now, how do we fix it? How do we heal it? The, unfortunately, the, the science isn't there for that. So therefore, they will look around and run around. Now, that's what I do. I focus on those things. And how do we heal that organically? And subhanAllah, um, with the Qudrat of Allah, my, my my science is working, and uh, with the, uh, with Allah's permission, anything is possible, Uncle Shafan. Well, whilst you're talking, you know, I'm also privileged in on this show to bring in uh, people with different viewpoints and uh, this and that. So, you know, I I, I mean, I, I I have a very closer uh, relationship with you, and you know, we love each other for the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And perhaps, you know, a disclaimer: the views, uh, uh, you know, that are expressed by our guests is not necessarily that of the management or that of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Uh, a week or so ago, I had uh, Dr. Shankara Chetty, who's a microbiologist. He's also a GP. And, uh, you know, he's on the... Uh, he's actually done research on uh, the COVID and so forth, and he spoke about the ventilation. And he, he actually, he's on record to have, be, uh, have, uh, have, to have said that the ventilators that were used to actually uh, burst the lungs of people and so forth, you know, he's been uh, taken uh, to correct. task by, uh, by the medical council now that uh, they want to, you know, uh, ban him and take him off. But he's got us uh, backing from uh, top scientists around the world that are going to fly down and defend this man with the scientific evidence that uh, the uh, COVID or the pandemic that you saw was orchestrated in the laboratories of the American, uh, you know, uh, army bases and so forth. And uh, now you find that uh, Putin himself uh, has come forth and said that they should be apologizing to the world for what they have done and what they have uh, put through and uh, what they have ushered uh, to, you know, uh, bring misery or to, you know, exterminate certain percentage of uh, mankind. But Alhamdulillah, as you said, you know, it's a reality. They have uh, put this uh, virus in the air. It's causing confusion. But you, in your way, mashallah, you're coming with an uh, uh, organic antidote. So bless you for that, Yusuf. As uh, we move on uh, with the topic here, and we talk about, you know, people talk about eating and how important eating is. 
And you know, and if 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 we don't eat or we don't have nutri uh, nutrients in our body, then you know our body shuts down, and uh, you know it won't uh, work properly because we we need to uh, you know we need to move, we need to take out our uh, all the waste, and we need to sweat, we need to breathe, we need to grow, we need to uh, reproduce. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, uh, you know, in his uh, in his perfection, has created us as perf- perfect human beings. So, uh, you know, definitely Allah has put in the immune system. Allah has put in uh, the different, I mean, the worms in the body is needed. Uh, those different types of, uh, you know, fevers you get and all this. There's a reason for it. So, you know, Allah, uh, I mean, sometimes there's the, a the shaitan. He wants to create a doubt in man by, you know, making people even uh, question uh, Mother Nature. What's your thoughts on that, Yusuf? Well, subhanAllah, Uncle Shafat, um, the more the uh, science want to disprove this in Allah, the more they are proving there is in Allah. And that, uh, that, that is uh, the conundrum that they are faced with as atheists. They don't want to say that there is a creator that created all this beauty and all this, everything is unique. And in its, uh, even though it's unique, uh, we are very similar. Um, we all have um, layers and Allah talks about layers and the, the veil that we will, uh, until we uh, discover the beauty that is uh, that Allah wants us to finally see. So when we look at our body in itself, as you mentioned, you have your uh, your bone, uh, your bone system is very important because your bone produces the stem cells that is necessary in order to produce the blood which the body needs in order to circulate so that the body can repair and heal all the organs. So the bone is important. Then you have your blood system, the blood system which transports all the necessary nutrition, oxygenation, um, vitamins, the iron, the glucose, everything that the body needs. The, uh, every cell in the body needs the most fundamental thing is glucose. The most important thing is sugar. Our body needs that on a daily basis, but it doesn't want artificial sugars. It wants organic sugars. It wants the sugars from the food that you eat or that lovely food that you mentioned, the pumpkin, the water, uh, up to the watermelon, the fruit. uh, There you have your natural sugars, but you must also be careful with the natural sugars as well. But all foods that that you consume, every morsel of food gets turned into glucose. That's the person. That's the process our body is designed for. So what food you put in, uh, uh, not artificial sugars, I'm talking about uh, foods, organic foods, um, from your beans, your, your lentils, um, uh, your soup, all the, all the lovely food, that turns automatically into glucose. But then there's also the extras, which is your vitamins, your, your nutrients that you also find found also in that food. So the, uh, the body loves organic because it doesn't only give you sugar. Um, so when you take the, too much of the wrong sugar, that sugar becomes uh, have major side effects in your body and starts killing your body from the inside, from the from your skin, your 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 muscle to your bone get damaged because of the artificial sugars. So get away from all the artificial sugars. Look for organic sugars by just eating organically, not eating still looking for organic sugars. You eat organically, eat healthy, eat well. That is important. That's what Allah wants us to do. 
So now you have your bloodstream that supplies that oxygenation, the, the glucose that the body needs. Then you have the next layer, which is now your muscles. From your muscles, you have your um, lymphatic system. From that is your drainage system, which is the one to uh, uh, to get rid of all the toxins, all the dirt, all the waste from you. That's why you have people with severe odors because their lymphatic system is dirty. Once you start cleaning your lymphatic system, you you actually are becoming more healthy. You uh, reverse the condition of boils. <coughs> My apologies. <coughs> My, sorry for that. Um, you have the the situation where people have then skin diseases. They have uh, different kind of uh, conditions and because of the lymphatic system being compromised. Then you also have nodes and internodes that's also found inside that's also found inside the um, uh, in the lymphatic system. So if your lymphatic system is cleaned out, you, 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 your body is vibrant. You sweat, uh, but you don't smell. That's good because, alhamdulillah, we must perspire. The sweating is important. We need to get rid of all the toxicity and waste out of the body. And the quickest and the best uh, organ is our skin. And literally, it's in contact with our environment every second of the day. So literally, we, uh, we, uh, our skin will tell us when the environment is toxic, um, when the environment uh, uh, isn't healthy for us, both uh, known and unknown, meaning spiritual and uh, physical, because you have uh, people that will say, I've got this goosebumps, I get this goose chills because I feel something isn't right here. So subhanAllah, our, our skin is telling us, it's talking to us. So we must listen to our skin when our skin is telling us, the, this is not the right thing. Uh, this is the wrong food that we are eating. This is the wrong uh, environment that I'm in. This is the toxic environment. This is the acidic environment. I need to get out of here. So subhanAllah. And that's where you have the final layer is the skin. The, uh, you have the dermal, the epidermal, the, the different levels of the, of the skin. So subhanAllah, as you mentioned, Allah has designed us so unique, so beautiful, so majestic, subhanAllah. And yet we want to say there is no Allah. We want to deny when Allah has created everything with his fing fingerprint. Everything, every cell in our body has his fingerprint, which is called our DNA. So subhanAllah, every organic substance that is designed by Allah has his fingerprint and that is DNA. So subhanAllah, when we look at all these things and yet we still deny which are which are the favors that you deny? So subhanAllah, So Uncle Shafan, when we look at all this, we are fools, we are ignorant when we believe that there isn't an Allah. When we say that we know more than Allah. So subhanAllah. Once we start uh, uh, discovering what we uh, uh, new things and we say, ah, I know this world. Well, you only know about the speck in a universe of multitudes of universes that have so much of uniqueness that you will never ever know about because you think you know so much about this world and yet we don't know enough about this world so subhanallah uncle shafat may allah guide us and protect us with that uh, understanding and thought inshallah i mean i mean yes so which is it of the favors of your lord uh, would you deny and urdu mein kehte hai yusuf kis kis nemati apki rabki chutlaoge so alhamdulillah you know how wonderful what a beautiful beautiful refrain 
31 times Allah is questioning you, asking you, so which is it of the favors of your Lord will you deny? And the answer is a resounding none, none of it. And then, you know, you look at uh, your dietary laws and uh, Yusuf, you know, when you stick to a diet that is uh, consistent to, you know, what Allah wants you to eat, the right food, and, you know, you set up for, uh, I mean, you set up, you, know, you, you actually stop yourself from falling into these uh, different types of diseases or different types of uh, moods or uh, different types of mood swings, you know, and your, your, your ability is uh, uh, to, to focus on the divine, your ability to uh, in, enjoy Mother Nature, your body is working at optimum. And then you notice, you know what, you in ship shape uh, yeah, physically. And when you ship shape physically, then spiritually, you know, uh, you, you, you can make all that ibadat and then you can become the ultimate product that Allah wants you to be. But then what happens, you know, we, we, we fall into eating all this uh, processed foods and this colorants that come in. Uh, uh, these things, are, you know, co- uh, compromises our whole immune system. It compromises our our mood and it compromises us. And this is when all these other dis- uh, different types of diseases come in. And, uh, you know, we need to be careful the type of input that uh, we're taking in, uh, Yusuf. Most definitely, Uncle Shafat, subhanAllah. Uncle Shafat, uh, who, who you me- you're mentioning immune system a few times now. Now, uh, this I have to also educate our listeners about our immune system. Allah has put us on this dunya, but Allah did not say that I'm putting you on this dunya without a protection. I'm didn't, Allah didn't put us on this dunya without a resource to fix us if there is a problem. And that's our immune system. Our immune system is our doctor. Our immune system is our engineer. Our immune system is our security. Our immune system is everything. Subhanallah. Allah has put that immune system in charge of us. Every time we speak, what we taste, what we uh, uh, what we hear is part of our immune system. Our immune system is in charge of everything. Uh, literally, it is our supercomputer. It's our computer in charge of everything. So here you have allopathic medicine. Medicine is the understanding of how to manipulate the immune system. What medication, what chemicals to give that the immune system can respond in a certain way. So now, if that is medicine, the understanding of medicine, let's look at eating. If you are eating uh, uh, how can I say, food that uh, is negative towards the immune system, that hurts the immune system or hurts the body. The immune system will react. It will react in a certain way. And then it will adapt. It will start recognizing that this is your normal dietary influence. And then it will then say, okay, this is your RDA. Now, your RDA needs to then be evaluated over a period of time. So therefore, over a period of 30 days, we rewrite our DNA. So when we eat wrong for a period of 30 days, our, it, it gets imprinted into our DNA that these are the foods, these are the nutrients, these are the substances that we will receive from this kind of food, which is our RDA. So if our RDA is wrong, our immune system becomes influenced in a wrong and negative way. That automatically, that imprint goes into our cell every cell of our body, if, uh, from our uh, brain right up to our toes, every cell gets influenced by that DNA rewrite. 
So what needs to be done? Subhanallah. That's what I'm doing. The, 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 the purpose of my treatment, which is called natural blood cleanser, it focuses on repairing and healing the blood and ensuring that the blood rewrite is a rehabilitation. You see, Uncle Shafat, um, my treatment, uh, even though people saying, but I, I don't have a problem, I don't have addiction, I don't have this, but literally you are either addicted to chronic medication you are either uh, um, addicted to uh, wrong eating foods or um, fast foods, or you're addicted to severe uh, 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 sugar intake or glucose intake. So you're addicted to something. Now, my treatment is about rewriting and rehabilitation of the entire system, resetting what the body needs and giving the body all the essentials that the body needs to help fix itself. So, alhamdulillah, the success of my treatment is about improving a person and rehabilitating the body so that the body can start healing itself. But when we eat wrong, when we drink wrong, when we, um, uh, uh, how can I say, don't have proper exercise or um, a lack of exercise, automatically our whole body physiology and dietary needs get disturbed. So if you need to repair, you need to look at what rehabilitation method do I need to go through in order to achieve what I want? Because at the moment, I am on heavy chronic medication. I am um, sitting with severe diseases or ulcers or disorders or deficiencies that's in my system because of the deficiency of eating correctly. So once we start fixing all that just by a treatment, which is a 30 to 90 day treatment. Alhamdulillah, people have seen where they start off and when they end off. You have those who are rare. You have those who are one in a trillion will say that, subhanAllah, this, the, the, uh, this method isn't working for me. Well, when you go further into the discovery of the person's condition, you will find out that the person was a chemical um, addict. Uh, he was addicted to various chemicals or he was addicted to smoking. He was addicted to... So the rehabilitation period would take longer to work. So subhanAllah, when you look at that, it's about influencing and giving your immune system what it needs to fix itself. Your immune system is in charge. Your immune system, the minute you put any food on your tongue, it automatically, the, the immune system identifies its uh, DNA and it prepares the tummy for that food so it knows what vitamins, ions, minerals is coming into the body and preparing the body for it. So that's your dietary need. Your body, your body uh, immune system identifies it. That's what I need. That's what I need to fix that problem. He's got a problem with his heart, got a problem with the kidney, got a, there's a, a CK uh, um, uh, deficiency uh, in the kidneys. We need, need to look at the hepatic system. We need to look at the, the liver. There's hepatotoxicity or toxicity in the liver. We need to clean out the liver. We need to fix the heart. He's got uh, inflammation on the inner heart, which is your uh, myocarditis. We need to then focus either on the uh, inside of the heart or the external of the heart. SubhanAllah, the immune system knows what he needs to do. So uh, when we give it all this chronic medication, we're influencing the immune system. So Allah has granted us the best sentinel, the best security, the best top 10 engineer that we need to fix ourselves 
is our immune system. So I ask and implore each and everyone to look after your immune system. Look what your body needs and feed it what it needs, not what you want. Like as we spoke earlier, you have that desire, that craving, that lust. I want that. No. Does your body need it? No. Do you, uh, uh, if you want to occasionally have it, then it isn't a problem. But the minute you have it on a regular basis, it gets imprinted into your DNA and your DNA becomes your condition where there is a deficiency of certain elements which then becomes a disorder which becomes the, uh, the, uh, the disease or the cancer that affects our body. So may Allah guide us and protect us to understand what is good and what is beneficial for the body, inshallah. Well, you know, I like what you said there. In other words, uh, Yusuf Amali can realignment, give you a realignment uh, for your immune system because uh, we compromise uh, that system by swimming against the tide of divine decree by putting in all those chemicals and those foods uh, that are GM manufactured and, hey, you know, that uh, carbonated drinks and all that. So Yusuf says, clean it out right from the gut. And he can, he's got uh, something for that. Uh, Yusuf, I tell you, I really enjoyed uh, every minute with you uh, this evening. And Allah bless you. Allah keep you. Perhaps your parting words uh, before we let you go. May Allah make it easy for each and everyone. SubhanAllah. We all go through difficult times. It is difficult for everyone. So sometimes um, little things uh, can c- create big problems, but it's how you overcome it. And at the end of the day, we, as I explained to all my clients, we all make mistakes. It's about how you overcome that mistake or you're going to live that with that mis- mistake. So let us not make mistakes that will be the inevitable death of our a death of ignorance, but let it be of understanding. And may Allah guide us and protect us, inshallah. I mean. But for those who don't understand what is going on, what should I do? Feel free to contact me. They can do that on WhatsApp on 081. 081- Five one five double six nine four. That's my WhatsApp number. You owe it one five one five double six nine four. We can chat about various things. And Alhamdulillah, Uncle Jafar, as you know, we chat about everything. And may Allah guide us and protect us in what we understand and what we don't. Uncle Jafar. I mean, uh, Yusuf, and as you said uh, beautifully, and I'm glad you gave your number because they, they worry me after your show. Uh, what's Yusuf's number, people? You got it now. You don't have to worry me anymore. Yes, uh, Yusuf, as you said, you know, uh, you respect your, if you respect yourself, you'll respect your body, you'll respect everything, and respect begets respect. And uh, a person that respects himself is someone that is close to his maker, his creator. And, you know, you become a boon to your amana that Allah has given you, and your body is an amana given to you uh, and given to us by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Yusuf. And uh, inshallah, Allah keep you, Allah bless you. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, uh, Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Amin, amin. Shukr jazilan. May Allah bless you and may Allah protect you as well, Uncle Shafar. Have a good night, Therese, and to the listeners of Marka Sahaba. From Yusuf Mali, until we chat again soon. Until then, ma'as-salama ila al-iqa. Ya wa alaikum salam to our Yusuf Mali there. Time for us to go for the Isha Zan, and inshallah we will continue after that.